Angela, I understand the convicts have failed in this one. Tell us about it. Well, um, Stephen, the reason they failed was that um, they were seeking an urgent um, order by the court to reinstate the initial order, which was instructing UNISA to carry out um, the exams at Lukov. Now, UNISA, instead of um, abiding by that court order, they actually filed in an application. Now, what the judge was saying was that the prisoners had to respond to that application. They can't now uh, circumvent the process and come um, to the urgent court to seek an urgent application. They have to go through the process, um, respond to the application by UNISA, and then let the, the legal process take its course. Okay, so UNISA was actually involved in this one. Presumably, with a timeline, UNISA had a certain amount of arrangements, but then correctional services uh, made some changes. But clearly, this has now affected these uh, prisoners. Where are they now? Well, the prisoners are currently in Zukov. They haven't moved to Kosi Rampur. Now, the issue really that seems to be the crux of the matter here is that the Department of Correctional Services is uh, restructuring. This is what the, the advocate was telling me, that it's restructuring. So it's not just these prisoners that are affected. It's a nationwide restructuring process that seeks to um, sort of classify prisons into certain categories. So if you are imprisoned because of a certain crime, as opposed to it will depend on which classification your crime was, you are going to go to a certain prison regardless of where, you know, the crime was committed. But she was also telling me that there are prisoners from Cape Town that are going to be moved to Joburg because of this destruction process. So it looks like there's a nationwide uh, process that is going to um, affect quite a lot of things that have to do with the Department of Correctional Services that, have, um, that are going to affect prisoners as well. That's very, very interesting. Uh, presumably there's thousands and thousands of prisoners who are potentially affected. We'll leave it there with our reporter, Angela Bolwana. We're joined uh, by a spokesperson for the inmates, Daniel, uh, Daniel Mabueta, to tell us more about how easy it is for students to go about their business of studying. What is the difference? Just to give you, just to give you an overview of what they said today, there were some inmates I call the English. Uh, they were trying to, to put a motion at the court on which one they were trying. They were trying themselves to transform themselves in terms of education. However, the court they just set aside that court order informing that you know, you cannot intervene with that court order. So they are being disadvantaged in terms of uh, transforming themselves and educating themselves. And I'm saying we have a secretary of Shangani Samzan's organization and just a mouthpiece on their behalf, and they, can, they cannot speak for themselves. Therefore, Shamanisa organization does it in your We are also a, 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 also a ex offender also from the organization. Therefore, we are trying to empower our youth in our organization, on which we empower our youth and go to school. We are motivating young child not to become the victims of crime or criminal, uh, or for them not to be. Uh, part and parcel of this being criminalized. Therefore, we are trying to impart this kind of knowledge and empower them that not to commit any kind of offense because crime is not the place to be. Therefore, the inmates have been, uh, uh, they been uh, deprived that chance of transforming themselves by the unit and I didn't want them to, to, to proceed with their studies to become a better person. That, that, that they will be able to uh, uh, assist in, terms in, in our community.
Daniel, yeah. you, you, you are an ex-convict yourself. How, did you um, do any studies? And uh, tell us about the, the challenges you face uh, uh, as a convict, uh, you know, going about your studies in prison. Yes, yes. I, I was also an ex-officer in Michigan. There were some tragedies inside when I was still studying inside. There were some tragedies we couldn't. We have to strive so hard to try to educate ourselves because the environment was not conducive in It was hard. Most of the time, there would be some cases. It was not so easy for what we do to study. Yes. And uh, one thing which uh, it's been a something which was also recently we reported on Pete who was studying law he had his laptop and stuff confiscated after helping a fellow inmate apply for medical parole in terms of the leniency because we gather there was some sort of leniency in that particular case the problems with uh, how diff- more, much more difficult it would be to study at Khosimampura, can you try and define them? I mean, do you have more space in Leukop? Do you have access to better facilities? Um, do you have greater freedom in terms of accessing a laptop, accessing the information, and then filing assignments in the thing? No, currently, currently I'm, uh, myself, I'm also outside. Then I do have the access outside because I'm now a... I'm on parole myself. No, but I, I mean for, for when you are inside. Uh, can you explain exactly yeah. why it would be more difficult for these people to do their studying if they're at Khosimampuru? Yes, uh, and, and inmates especially, they include their application, which is Quentin, Mark, uh, Quentin, Quentin Park. I was also transferred at Khosimampuru, on which uh, it that, that environment was not conducive because from where they did this, there was no harm at the time. There was no harm. That, that, that told me that there will be a harm that will be conducive for them to study. He found out, he found out himself sleeping on, on the floor with more than four inmates on the single cell. Only they were not studying at that time, those people. They missed see those people. They didn't care whether the guy was studying or studying again or not. Therefore, it was not conducive for that guy. And also... Uh, his family is far when when his epitome, his family is coming far away from the Jamaica. You cannot get a kind of visitation from his family. It can't it can problematic to them also because of this kind of uh because people have cost no money to come and visit them so far. It can a challenge from their side and deprive them at times of study. In terms of the, the uh, you know, UNISA gets informed of one thing. They now have to make different arrangements for the sitting of exams, the submission of assignments and the like. There's been a delay in that. I mean, in terms of the delays which have taken place in terms of UNISA responding to them, do you think it's a problem with UNISA or with the Department of Correctional Services? Should this be done quicker? No, it is a problem because they were not informed the inmates. They were not consulted before that kind of decision that tried to try to transfer them. They were not informed previously. Just to just informed the staff that was taken without their consultation. Therefore, it became it became an impair to them because they were studying at local programs without any difficulties. They were the the government. It was conducive to their side because they were always writing the exam at that 